understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. Welcome back to The Stranded Podcast. It is time for another 15-minute Friday. This is just an opportunity for me to, through me and through the things that I'm dealing with, to, to spread and share vulnerable moments with you guys and hopefully I hope it helps somebody and if all else fails happy Friday we're going into a three-day weekend Friday should always be amazing it's the day before a weekend where you get to relax chill maybe grind on your business spend time with family friends loved ones let's make it a great weekend happy Friday and let's jump right in Today's topic is something that I personally have been dealing with for the last few years. I've probably been dealing it with, with it for my entire life. I just didn't know it. Someone had to bring it to my attention. And it's, it's important to me to share this with you guys because we always talk about self-care and self-love and self-awareness and the importance of growing your mindset in those areas so that you can be the best version of yourself in your, in your business, in your career, when executing your passion, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but that's important. And then, so then you have to, you have to drill that down a level, right? So it kind of sounds like that woo woo. Okay. Yeah. I love myself affirmations, say nice things to myself, you know, only hang around positive people. That's all the good stuff. But what are some like really practical things or even some subconscious things that we're doing that we don't know about that kind of drive us away from that self-care and drive us away from confidence. And I wish I was smart enough to tell you that I figured this out, but I'm not. But when I did figure this out, it, it truly has changed my life and the way I go about daily and my relationships and my friendships. And it's important that you focus on it too. And this is not a problem for everyone. But I definitely know there's some people out there that are dealing with this the way in which I did. And I had to discover it uh, through therapy. I was seeing a therapist. I've been seeing a therapist for years. And I've talked about this on several podcasts. But if you ever have an opportunity, make sure you are seeing some type of therapist. And I'm I'm not talking about your best friend. I'm talking about a therapist like go see a therapist because and you don't have to be crazy or confused or going out of a breakup or having parent you know parent problems to go to a therapist go to a therapist it's an unbiased opinion and they will tell you things about yourself you don't know and through therapy my therapist straight up told me years ago you are boundaryless you have no boundaries you know, and of course, it, somewhat type A personality. I think I'm an independent woman. I was like, skirt. I, oh, I got boundaries. I don't let people run all over me. You know, I, 
I'm a leader at work. I'm this, I'm that, you know, maybe I didn't say those things, but that's what I thought in my head. And that's not necessarily what boundaries are. You know, they even go as far to say sometimes that women, especially we're strong in one area and not so strong in the other. Maybe we're, we're dominant in our relationships, but we're not dominant at work or we're dominant at work and we're not dominant in our relationships and friendships. And she just told me I was boundaryless that I didn't, I didn't block off my own space. I didn't protect my space. And when you don't protect your space, you don't protect your magic. And that basically there was no line between me and anyone else's personality. So that inadvertently, without even knowing, I, I'm such a people pleaser, which is part of the reason why I was so boundaryless. I'm such a people pleaser that I would basically live other people's lives. It was always what's on their agenda. It was always what do they want to do? Like, and if you're anything like me with this people pleasing disease, I love to love people. And I don't even realize that I spend days, weeks and months doing what other people want to do and satisfying other people. Well, I didn't, you know, and, and you don't stop and think for a second that you're not doing, you haven't done anything for weeks that actually makes you happy. You don't feel miserable doing those things because you're, you love to please people. You love to see other people happy. You love to do what they want to do. Whether it be a relationship or friendships, you want to share that happiness with them. And if it's doing what they want to do, then okay, got it. But we have to have boundaries. And through her, I learned so much about boundaries because I can tell you that you have to have boundaries all day, but what are, you know, what do boundaries look like? And then how do you, how do you apply them? And this has been a learning process for me. I'm, I'm continuously learning how to set boundaries. Still, I still catch myself like, oh, you know what? That's, that's really entering into your personal space. It's time to back up. And one of the biggest issues I had with setting boundaries was I thought the reverse of that meant if you're setting boundaries, you have to be bitchy. That you have to be a bitch. Like, oh, well, you, you hurt my feelings, so you need to get away. Or you, you, you want to do too much of what you want to do, so we can't be friends. Like, you don't have to be bitchy to set boundaries. Not for a second. And that was, that was a struggle for me. I don't know about anybody else. And I'm sure there's some people that are great at setting boundaries. I myself am not. So I just wanted to mention a couple things. And some of the places that I had to learn to set boundaries were, and what I found was really cool, was what most people are good at when setting boundaries is they're good at um, keeping their mouth closed and not giving their full self so that they can protect someone else. You know, so for example, you've got those friends that say, oh, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I don't want to hurt her feelings. You're setting a boundary for another person because you don't, you want to protect them. You want them to feel safe and you don't want to hurt their feelings. And a lot of us can do that. We know when to not say something. So we, we protect them from us. But a lot of times we don't take the initiative to protect ourselves when something's not serving us. So just some of the ways, you know, some of the stuff doesn't really, doesn't really apply. You know, physical boundaries was not 
ever an issue for me. I don't really feel like I physically let anyone into my space when I shouldn't have. But most certainly, most certainly was emotionally and when it comes to like talking boundaries. Because one thing that can really happen when you're boundaryless is when you're talking to someone you care about or you that you love, you will live and believe everything that they say. Everything. So when they say, you know, you were acting really stupid back there. That that event we just went to, you you looked kind of ridiculous. Or, you know, even if, I don't know, somebody said your dress was too tight, you looked like a, you know, you looked kind of like a slutty or whatever. And you live in that. You're like, oh my God, now everyone thinks I'm this. Or, oh my God, I'm I'm so stupid. Like, I can't act like that again. Now everyone's going to think I'm stupid. Like, when you set appropriate boundaries, there's going to be that five seconds that when someone gives you their, someone you love gives you their opinion, and you're going to take the time to choose whether to believe it or not. And as simple as that sounds, I promise you, it's going to make the world of difference. And emotionally, and I know you've heard someone say this before, but emotionally, when someone is not serving you, and this just seems so selfish and self-centered for some, and it seems so simple and easy to do for others, but when someone is not serving you, when you feel like they're taking you out of your space, and I know you've heard this before, when someone is treating you in a way that's making you beside yourself, making you behave in a way that you normally don't, or turning your feelings out in a way that you've never expressed, you know, like, ladies, I know what you're talking, you you know what I'm talking about when I say like a man is driven you to the point where you feel like you're crazy. And you're like, I'm not, I'm never like this. Like, how did, how did I let him get me like this? There, there was a moment in time where you were boundaryless. You set no boundaries. And that doesn't mean that setting boundaries will prevent people from hurting you. Setting boundaries is the way in which you protect yourself at any time. And it's never too late. That's the good news. So someone can keep hurting you or overextending your friendship or, you know, or stretching, overstretching your friendship, pulling and taking too much and overtaking your energy. And, or you, you find yourself living for one person and the favor is not being returned. And I'm, you know, I'm not just talking about like gifts and financial favors, you know, just being there for you. You can always, always set boundaries. And you, you start that by just creating space, creating space. And here's the cool part about space. It does, it does two things. When you create space between you and someone that you feel like has violated your boundaries too many times, or that you've been boundaryless, and it's time to create boundaries, because this person has truly stepped over their limits with you. It's going to do something, for the most part, it's going to do a lot for you. It's going to do two things. It's going to provide you with clarity. Clarity. Important clarity. Clarity of whether or not, is this is this relationship, is this friendship worth me continuing to pursue? Am I overreacting? Is there a possibility that I could take some responsibility for this? Did I cause this? Did I, by limiting, you know, by not being clear on what I would and would not, you know, deal with is 
do I have to take some responsibility for this? It's going to give you clarity. And when you create space, it's going to give you confidence. Once you get past that initial phase of like, oh, did I make the right decision? Being indecisive. Like when you take a true chance to, to give yourself some space from someone that is sucking all the life and energy out of you, you are going to gain so much confidence because you're finally dealing with the people that have crossed you in a way that you've never dealt with them before. And here's the truth about about creating space and creating boundaries. It's not going to be all fun and games. Most people, there's going to be some serious backlash. Your friends are going to be like, yo, what's up? What are you doing? What's wrong with you? Like I talked to a young lady the other day that said, oh, I'm doing this 30-day detox. I've just felt like my life was too negative and I cut everybody off, good and bad. I had to. I needed the space. That's fair. She deserves that. But she was like, half of my friends are so pissed off and people are cussing me out and they hate me. Too bad. Boundaries are about your safety and your sanity and protecting yourself. Just because you've created space and boundaries, this is to protect you further down the line, does not mean you're wrong. And and here's some clarity. Boundaries aren't ultimatums. They're not saying, if you don't do this, I'm going to do this. You know, boundaries aren't demands. They're not punishment. Like, you're not punishing someone with by providing boundaries. You are simply applying boundaries to your life to protect yourself. And it's so important. And that's what I learned. It's so important. Because you cannot live in and believe it to be your truth. When someone says something about you, you have to protect yourself. And it's part of self-awareness and self-care and self-love is taking control of the way that you build yourself up and the way that you love yourself every day. And part of that is spacing yourself out and creating limits from the people that suck out your energy. Even like maybe it's your boss, maybe it's your coworkers, maybe it's your, you know, sometimes you just have to pull away and detox and then create those limits. Like I remember I had a, a while back, I had a coworker that was just too, too negative. And sometimes we don't consider what they apply to our life. And I took some space, took some space back. And then I had to create limits by limiting the time that I spent with her. And I've done this in relationships before too, because you can't play victim anymore as an adult by going, oh, every relationship I get run over, every friend take it, takes advantage of me. At some point, you're an adult, and you have to set boundaries. And I'm only telling you this from experience because I have practiced and practiced and practiced setting boundaries. So happy 15-minute Friday. Have a wonderful holiday weekend, y'all. You know it's all love. Make sure you rate and review my podcast. Please repost it if you're listening. And I freaking love you guys. No lie. I hope this was helpful. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.